Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains, you are at your spot, your place, where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today, we have Patricia Hunica, and we are going to have a very spirited conversation. We're going to talk about the beautiful oracle card that she created. She's an author. Talk a little bit about herbal medicine, you know, that is really becoming extremely popular. Uh, and also recreational here in the United States, and she's in Australia, so we want to make sure that we're very clear about what we're doing, what is the purpose, uh, what is the benefits, but also some of the telltale warning signs. Um, She has a meditation guide that she's going to offer us, too, so that we can go deep, so that we can learn to quiet the monkey mind and receive the downloads of prosperity, wisdom, and encouragement. So let's welcome her to the show. How are you, Patricia Hunicky? I'm I'm feeling very well today and very inspired. It's suddenly got very sunny outside, springs here in Canberra, all the flowers are out in my magical herbal healing garden. Mm. I have actually I've actually picked a beautiful damask rose today. Ooh, that is and, beautiful. And the smell is divine. Oh it's just divine. Wow. It's I love really put, hard opening. I love to put a few of those in my bathtub. You know, I, I'm a person for a bath. People don't take baths like they used to and relax. They're all into this shower stuff. Showers are okay. Yeah. But when I really want to luxuriate, I take a nice bath and with beautiful rose petals or lavender or something fresh in the water. Makes me feel so good. So you make yeah, me feel like, good too. I want to hear a little bit of <laughs> like Queen Nefertiti. Absolutely. Like Queen Nefertiti, <laughs> Cleopatra. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I want to hear a little bit about your story, your journey, and your truth. But before we get started, let's set the tone. Let's set the intention. Why don't you pull an oracle card for us? And then I'm going to ask yeah. you more about that. And we can, you know, we can set the vibe. Okay, I'll do that. I'll just tune in. Surrounding us all with the beautiful golden light, divine golden light of healing now. Oh, I've got a card that's come out at me. Oh, that's an interesting card. It's it's the card number 22, which is a very magical number. And it's the card of Mugwort, the divine feminine. Mm-hmm. And see how it's got that um, shield of protection It's about protection. And the message is, I connect with my inner divine feminine moon energy to calm my senses. So mugwort is um, growing my garden at the moment. And it's a wonderful nerving to calm our senses. And that's um, the first thing that you you brought up was, you know, the queendom, Nefertiti. So it's definitely in alignment. So we're going to talk about the feminine energy and the power behind all of that. 
tell my brains a little bit about you and how you show up in the world, Patricia. Yes. Okay. I'd love to. Uh, years ago, actually, I was very unwell and I also had a son who was very unwell. And um, I connected to all sorts of healers. Nothing sort of helped him. But then one day I read about a herbal medicine course that was starting here in Canberra with a, a wonderful healer who's now passed on called Kim Dudley. This um, place called the Hierophant, which is the meaning of the fifth card in the tarot of the, of the healer, the wisdom seeker, um, I attended herbal medicine classes there and the first herb I've learned about was a herb called malane, which grows all around the hills of Canberra as well and I think it grows in the United States as well. And my son suffered from very bad ear infections and um, coughs, bronchitis, that sort of thing. And when I gave him the malane tincture, the herbal tincture of malane in a couple of drop doses, this is the first herb we learned about in the class, his cough ear infection just miraculously got better. And I had tried so many things before. So I realized that, um, yeah, I was getting back to the earth for healing. And I started, I suppose, really by um, growing herbs, by then using them as um, in my cooking, then using them in, as teas, and then learning about the medicinal properties of them. And I felt it to be a very empowering and grounding experience. It was very um, empowering to know that, you know, when my young children got ill with all sorts of things like croup and oh, and yeah, colds and um, infections, that um, I had a um, little medicine chest. Absolutely. A women's medicine chest that could help them. So I didn't have to run for antibiotics all the time and, 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 and this sort of thing. So I was teaching then, I was a school teacher. And when I was 40, I finally left school. <laughs> but I went to a different school. I went to, I suppose, um, a spiritual earth school. I, I went to learn about herbs. I uh, went to learn about city yoga meditation. I went to learn about pranic healing, about Ayurvedic healing, uh, or energy healing, making herbs and tinctures, uh, cultivating my medicinal now, what, healing let me garden, ask you, which is what, in what is at the moment. Let me ask you a question. When you say tinctures, is that a tea or is that a is that a uh... No, it's it's drops. It's drops. It's the herb in alcohol. It's the herb in brandy. This is the traditional way that Western herbal medicine makes herbal tinctures. Okay. The brandy or alcohol, sometimes they use vodka, draws out the medicinal properties of the herb, and then you filter it, and, and um, then you administer it in drop doses. Wow. So I have, I have 360 different herbal tinctures in my herbal medicine wow. dispensary here in my clinic when I was uh, in uh, um, round about 42, 43 I set up my um, healing clinic here 
I studied with a wonderful herbalist called Dorothy Hall, who uh, also established the Australian Traditional Medicine Society here in Australia and was instrumental in bringing herbal medicine back to Australia in the 80s and 90s. She's now passed on. She taught a wonderful system of iridology in herbal medicine, looking in people's irises and looking at their constitutions. Oh, that's what they did. And matching yeah. up a remedy with that. Yeah, well, them I mean, personally. a remedy. Well, I kind of got a remedy when I was in Beijing. They looked at my tongue, they looked at my eyes, and they checked my liver, my kidney, and my spleen right here at my wrist. And it was minimally evasive, but let me tell you, that was a diagnosis that has stuck with me ever since. And I yes. noticed in Asia, there is a lot of herbal medicine, but I love to tell this story. So yes. I go there and uh, I go into the herbal shop after seeing a doctor that I had no idea I was supposed to see, but I was told that it was a part of my destiny. And I come home and I have two eight ounce mugs full of these herbs. And I start mm -hmm. to hallucinate. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world is going on? I'm seeing things, the psychedelic things are moving fast. Then all of a sudden they're moving really slow. I was like, what is going on? And my husband goes, well, what did you do? And I said, I just had a couple mugs full of tea. And I said, it was a tea I brought back from Beijing. And he said, well, how did they serve it to you? And I said, oh, a little two-ounce cups. I had had 16 ounces of that stuff. Wow. What people have to understand is that herbal medicine is nothing to play with. It's not something yeah. that you can just go into the store and, oh, okay, well, I'll take this, this, this. You have to understand the effects, uh, the yeah. reactions that it can have on you, how it could affect your digestive system, how can it really affect your blood pressure? your heart yeah. rate, uh, mm -hmm. you know, your, if you have an allergic reaction, you need to work with a trained professional like, uh, like Patricia, someone that knows and has studied these things. The combinations, we fail to realize that medications are derived from plants because they're plant medicine. Just think once upon a time, the Native Americans would grab, grab a coca leaf and eat it. Now someone figured out how to make it synthetic and we have people that are addicted to cocaine. So it's not about trial and error. It's about understanding mm -hmm. what you need and looking uh, at how these things are also in combination because it can be a wonderful thing, but it's also a lifestyle. Wouldn't you, uh, you yes. can't really and, mix this stuff. And you this, have to continue to, to do it for a long period of time, forever. Yes. And actually I found out that I have a long tradition of herbal medicine healers in my um in my ancestry from Poland and Germany and also in past lives I found out mm. that I had a strong connection to St Hildegard of Bingen um, that 12th century mystic and um, she popped up of course a lot um, during my training and during my my um my journey into my own healing and to healing others the secret of course that I learned from Dorothy Hall the um, well-known herbal medicine um, college that she uh, established here in Australia and taught about was that um, you're always looking for people's constitutional remedy, right? Um, looking at their iris, you're seeing their constitution and you're seeing where they're out of balance in their constitution. And she taught a wonderful system of matching up herbal medicine 
and also uh, nutritional supplements with that specific constitution. And that's why it works so well and um, is also very safe, of course. So, uh, yes, there's always that safety factor with, with herbal medicine. But what I found is that with herbal medicine, it will always take you to, um, to the next sort of uh, step in your evolution. I have seen it as um, a path of spirituality, of, of evolving the soul, of evolving the person, because whatever insight you get uh, in your meditation or through your life experience, uh, you can always ground it in the reality of the earth and the earth mother and, and healing from the earth. And this is just so important because many people have experiences have uh, in life that you know that that bring them new realizations as you probably did when you went to Beijing and had those herbs they probably brought you into a whole new way of thinking they did they I, have, was all, I was all yeah <laughs> but it it um it also went into the subconscious mind you know that's I did, right I did, that's right you know, I was sitting there when I thought I was tripping I was seeing things mm -hmm. but then what actually came to pass two or three weeks later were startling realizations of yeah. aha moments and yeah. connecting the dots. And I was like, yeah. wow. So what could I really have benefited from if I had to work with someone through this and understood someone to yes. interpret? Because you do need someone to interpret it. You get all these mixed messages and you've yeah. never experienced this, this past life before. You don't know yeah. who these people are. You don't know what this is telling you. So it's very, very powerful, the work that you've done. How have you been able to ground yourself outside of the herbs? Because you're taking on a lot of energy. You're going to the outer realm. Uh, yes. you, you know, you are dealing with not just the, the human meat suit, the superficial, but you're dealing with universal energy and source energy. What do you do to yeah. ground yourself? Well, the, the greatest... Um... The, the greatest aid for grounding myself has been has actually been the herbs has been mm. in touch being in touch with mother earth grounding it into mother earth and um and i do this through the herbs because the herbs come from mother earth mother earth supplies everything we need mother earth um tells us everything we need uh, when we connect deeply with the earth energies, like the indigenous people do, with the spirit of the place, we 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 we're grounded. That's how we ground ourselves because we live on this earth planet. And so, yeah. so um, you know, people can do this in other ways, but that's how I've done it through through the plants, through the plant kingdom. Do you do other yeah. existential work as far as maybe grounding yourself? Well, because there's a lot of beaches there in. Uh in australia do you do that do you i, I have myself I, that way i have done around myself with trees um, i I've, have done a lot of hiking i've done a lot of walking i've done bushwalks six-day bushwalks i've connected sort of I, I i have this after a while you you just have this automatic connection with the earth through the plants they just take you there hmm. they just take you there it's quite magical really right um, and they also um, help to raise your own energy. And I do meditate. I meditate a lot. I had great good fortune of um, 
finding a meditation teacher, a guru, a Siddha Yoga guru who has helped me heaps and has given me also um, the, the, the great blessing of um, uh, going deep into meditation and also given me the great um, blessing of the awakening of my own divine golden light energy, which I received in 2003. It's coming up to nearly 20 years of anniversary of this incredible event. And I could perhaps um, let you know how, you know, this, this evolution of energy and pranic healing and herbs and meditation brought me to the realization of my own inner golden light being. I could perhaps read you something from my book, Living in the Golden Light, which I wrote about um, this experience in. And then, of course, what I did with the experience was ground it in the herbs, ground it in, in um, the plants and energize the essences with that golden light energy, which which is the profound a profound energy of of the creator. It's it's the it's creation energy. It's the source energy of who we really are. I could read you a little bit if you like about my experience. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yes. So I went to um, Guramaya's City Yoga Ashram in upstate New York in the in the Catskill Mountains near South Fallsburg Fallsburg in. Um, in the state of New York in in October 2003. And we had a big meditation intensive there on the weekend. I stayed there a month, but at the end of the month, at the end of October, there was a big um, intensive meditation um, weekend. And I um, arrived at the intensive and, and, and um, yes, I fell deeply, deeply into meditation. And of course, I was, I felt this sort of being bathed in grace, bathed in sort of this energy of grace. And Gurmai spoke about surrender, the sweet surrender in strength to our own inner divinity, to the golden flame within our own hearts. I felt a deep trust and relaxation coming over me. I felt so completely loved and supported. Quite spontaneously, I had a vision of Gurumaya and her guru, Baba Muktananda, merging into the great red pulsating heart of Jesus. Mother Mary was also there. All these great ones merged into one. And suddenly, quite suddenly, out of my face emerged, emerged a beautiful golden light being. It stood before me. In wonderment, I asked, who are you? And I received the answer and they sort of looked at me as though, hmm? Hmm. are you dumb or what? I'm you, of course, who else? My whole body started shaking uncontrollably. And luckily, a person called Sheila, looking after us in the hall, came to help me to ground me. She comforted me and gave me a banana to eat. I was so overcome with intense emotion. Ooh. It took some time for me to return to normal consciousness. I was in total awe of my experience. 
I was spellbound. I was totally amazed. What did this mean? Yes, I am the golden light of consciousness. The awareness came to me that this is who we all are in truth. This inner golden treasure is within us all, just waiting to be recognized and released. I felt totally loved, totally relaxed and free of any tension, at one with all life, everyone and everything. All seemed possible again. An incredible energy surged up my spine into every cell of my being. I knew that I had finally caught a glimpse of God in inverted commas while still in my physical body. God was within me and part of me. The greatest good fortune had descended on me. I was home. I had no idea what would happen to me in my life from then on, but I had regained the trust that it could only be good no matter what it was. A lot of fear left me, especially any fear of God that I had felt in the past. I felt worthy of this experience and realized that the greatest trick the little ego has is to try and convince us that we, that we are not worthy of knowing and experiencing our own great golden light of, of divinity. This is a really trick of the ego. Yeah. It really is, and it's very powerful because I can see that it still takes you back to that place. Oh, it certainly does. Well, you said something that really resonated with me. Um, I had a very powerful meditation about four or five days ago. And the message that I received was also surrender. Hmm. And I didn't understand what was I to give up. It wasn't to, it was to be vulnerable. It was to let someone else guide. You don't always have to be in control that it is a peaceful place, that it is a relaxed place, and that you will be taken care of. That's so I totally, you know, I got goosebumps uh, when you said that, because I was like, wow, so this is, you know, surrendering is a very real thing, and Brains, I want you to consider that. We're always trying to control something. We're always mm -hmm. trying to be the boss. As my mother said, you know, you always want to be the head, but you never want to be the tail. You know, so you have to be careful with that you also talked about meditation in all transparency that is something that I had to pull back off because my meditations were so intense um, I would get these massive downloads and with these downloads I felt like I had to have uh, I needed to act upon them but what I came to realize and and working with some people was that these are intricate pieces to a puzzle. You don't have to put the puzzle all together right now. You have the information. And when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And it will mm -hmm. all be in alignment. Again, That's it's right. about the control. You know, but I asked the universe, I said, could you give me this in bite-sized pieces? <laughs> <laughs> don't give me the whole chicken. Just give me the nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that experience too. <laughs> because it was a lot of experience. Yeah. Now, with meditation um, is very powerful. 
I have a friend here that has just been removed or released or she's left a guru of 30 years. And she said that this guru really did a number on her. She said that she was brainwashed, um, that she was controlled, she was manipulated. And when she says his name, her body kind of makes a different kind of, you know, it seems like she goes into a, a, an ultra state. She said he would make her meditate for four hours a day on end. Mm -hmm. Every day that she goes to work, since she's left there, she's got to pass this house. And in this house was about 20 other people. Now, I am not saying that this is negative by any way, because I will be 100% transparent from my perspective. Any religion is a form of mind control and discipline and manipulation. Okay. It is to keep you in line, you know, but mm -hmm. when you free yourself and you are able to go to these places and talk and be with source energy one-on-one, -on -one, it's a totally different experience because all your fears mm -hmm. poof. There's a certain mm -hmm. clarity. There's a certain peace that comes upon you. Did you feel that when you were going through oh, this? Oh, yes. It was a magical place. I mean, you just had to think of something and it happened. It was like being in a different dimension. Mm -hmm. It was, um, and of course, it was taking you to your own, um, your own experience of your, your divine self. individual experience, right? Yes, was, that's right. That's what, that's what, don't want you here anymore. You go away and take what you've learned here to the world, you know, um, I want to take I want to take you to the experience of your inner divine self and she was fierce about it I mean it was it was really fierce love and uh and and a, a fierce um energy of understanding who you really were she was right. going to make sure that that you really know who you really are you know you are the divine self you are that truth everyone is in truth and and living life from that space is is so freeing. It's freeing. You 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 don't feel controlled. You feel totally free. Yeah, you you don't fear. This, this, you don't fear a lot of things. You don't fear a lot of things. Even the transition. You no longer fear death because you know that there's another realm. Yeah. That there so, is somewhere. It's another portal that you yeah, must go through. I remember someone telling me um, when my mother passed away, they said, you know, the birthing experience is very traumatic. You come in with with pain and cramping, the expansion of the birth canal in a place between defecation and urination in a puddle of blood. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, That's what right. a visual. He says, but once you arrive, you see the bright light. You see everyone's there to greet you. They're happy. They're singing. They bought you gifts. They kiss you. They said, it's the most beautiful experience. He says, but when you die, you have to go through another portal. Yes, and all of this right. meat suit and this temporary shell has to be shed so that the soul can be free. But know yes. that when you get to the other side, there's another party. They're waiting for you. They'll come and get yes. you. And I thought that that was <laughs> so beautiful. So as I thought about all of that, I was like, okay, what I need to do is color in the white space and try to be the best person I can be in between that birth and that death by uh, encapsulating and utilizing to the best of my ability every single breath. Ooh, 
me ask you a question. Now you can, you can share this if you want, or if you don't want. During your experience, was that assisted by plant medicine? Because that is very popular now. A lot of- No, no, it was nothing to do with that at all. It came from within me. It was connecting with my own inner self. Were you in a hypnotic state? And it was an act of grace. No, I was just in meditation. I was in meditation. I was in deep meditation and I was surrendering. I felt safe, of course, in, 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 in the spiritual space I was in. And I also, um, I experienced it, I suppose, as an act of grace. It's, it's an act of grace to actually come to the understanding and the experience of who we really are. And it's it's a divine right that we all have. We can all experience this. And we all do at various times in moments of seeing beauty around us or of, of joyfulness or of, um, you know, uh, just heightened life experience from our own heart. We, um, we experience this. We don't need herbal medicine for this or we don't need drugs for this. This is like... Um, I suppose, our own divine light, our golden light, um, which is sort of everywhere. It's in everything. And um, and the idea is, of course, to take this energy and to use it in a practical way in your life, to enhance your life. It's not some sort of woo-woo-woo experience that you just take and then forget. Oh, you can't go woo-woo-woo with it? There's no way you can forget it. You can see I'm just reading from my book that I wrote 20 years ago and I'm having this incredible remembrance of it and this incredible emotion. I know, and I don't mean that in any sort of, you know, uh, judgmental type of way, but I know now uh, it's very, very popular that people are going to shamans and they Mm. are doing ayahuasca because they want to do this transcendental meditation that they yeah. want to go through the past life regressions, that they want to, you know, heal trauma. So yeah. that's it. I understand that there's regular meditation too, which you and I have both experienced, where mine is sometimes, uh, again, very magical because I see colors. I see colors that I have never seen before. And I yeah. ask the universe to let allow me to seek the light. Yeah. I've never Thank asked you. to seek the golden light. And I will ask that, but I always ask for the mm-hmm. white light. You know, and I always start Indeed. with like the color <laughs> red. You know, I have the root chakra. I always get that. But the golden air is, you know, an aura around that. I can see people's auras at times as well. So all of that is very yeah. powerful. But what would you say to the person yeah. that is a little apprehensive of what we're talking about and saying that it is mysticism, that is mystics, wow. that is, you know, I mean, and there's people that are going to say that. What do you say to that? I would say, I would say that yes, they're right. It is mystical. It is very mystical, but it is what I call a practical mysticism. Mm. It is bringing mysticism into practical reality in how it can help us in everyday life. It is being able to see life from a different perspective than we're sort of caught up in sometimes of of. of of you know, um, you know, going round and round, as you said, with the monkey mind going round and round and round in circles around a problem, and um, it's about seeing things from from a 
different perspective that can then bring us to a, a positive solution in our lives. And that's what I felt grounded, uh, very guided to do, and I did. I, I, I developed a whole system of, um, of uh, herbal medicine, a whole system to ground this energy into practical everyday experiences. Hmm. And um, in my golden light essences, my 44 golden light plant essences. Now, do and, you, um, do you I, sell those or market those? Or do you yes, I do. how to I make do. them? Because we're here in the, U in the yeah. U.S. and you're in Australia. You know, it, it'll probably be uh, a lot yes. of hullabaloo to try to get those products here I, as far as an online course I, to teach people about them and how to create them and use them do you provide that as yes. well yes i do i have um first of all written about them in my book mm. i have also um had I, I also conduct workshops and um online courses about um yes about how to make herbal medicines, how to make these essences. I've got a workshop coming up um, on the 18th of November. I have an open garden here at my magical healing garden mm. and we'll make an essence and we'll also um, learn about how to use them and what they're about and uh, also how to use the oracle deck uh, to uh, divine um, essences for you because all the cards have a particular essence on oh, them okay. right and they also are linked to the um energies of the elements fire earth air water and ether pure spirit so i've made elemental essences too from the platonic crystal solids for those so uh the the whole deck and the whole um system that i've created is empowered by the golden light angels of healing and for a whole year, we actually meditated on these essences here in the clinic, a group of us, and we um, we did what the old homeopaths called provings. We proved them, we took them, we um, uh, reported on the on the um, results that we received when taking them. We recorded them, and of course, I write about that in my book as well. And I also write about how. Um, certain people had certain um, experiences from taking the essence. For example, this, this wonderful essence of surrender that we were talking about too is um, what I call the iris, the iris versicolor, that beautiful iris flower mm. helps us to surrender. And we've got to ask ourselves, what are we surrendering to? We're not mm. surrendering to anyone else. We're not surrendering to anything. We're surrendering to our own golden hearts, to our right. own self, to our own real self. That's what we're surrendering to. So um, Anne from Canberra um, wrote to me, and I included this in my book. She says, thank you for allowing me to experience these beautiful essences of yours. I've been applying three drops in my recent two drops under my tongue. When I apply the drops, I find myself immediately uplifted into a buoyant and joyous mood with a sense that all things are possible. For a short time afterwards, I feel cocooned in the soft, loving energy of the golden light, helping me feel expanded and connected to the whole. I feel at one with the greater essence of life, cocooned in bliss, knowing all things are possible. 
During this time of heightened awareness, it's easy to be positive and enthusiastic about life and to know deep within my core that what I dream about is possible and can be realized without a doubt. So it's a very uplifting, positive energy. It brings you into the positive energy of your sun energy, your, how you can shine your sun energy to the world and, right, um, right. and experience that and, and sort of, I suppose, wallow in it. You can see I've got this beautiful golden light. Absolutely. Backdrop absolutely. here at the moment. It does. I, it, makes, it makes perfect sense as to what's doing it. And, you know, Brains, you can also... Again, not be afraid of this. We don't have to spend a lot of time trying to convince you. There's certain things that you have to live. You have to feel the fear yet do it anyway. Yeah, that's um, right. And you never know what's going to come out on the other side. But also, Patricia, what happens is with that new awakening, you're introduced to a new person. You're introduced yes. to new opportunities, new challenges. Yes. So yes. you need to really work with someone brains like Patricia Again, like I said, to help guide you through this, because there's going to be some missteps. There's going to be some misunderstandings. You're going to overthink it because it's powerful. I mean, you know, it's like getting in a, a, a Ferrari. <laughs> you know, you got you to shift the gears. You got to figure out how to, you know, how to control it because it will take you there. It will take you there. So I want to ask you a few fun questions about you. Um, before we conclude, was there something else? Was I missing something? Did you yeah, to... I, I just wanted to add to that that this this goal. Once you connect with this golden light, it's it's like you said, it is it is powerful, it is profound. But you always feel supported. You always feel that support, and that's the wonderful thing because it's you 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 it's source energy, it's creator energy, and the the more you start to become that the more you feel that life is supporting you, that your experiences are supporting you, no matter what they are. Um, that, um, you know, you're you're sort of on the road. <laughs> you're on the path. Right. You're in that Ferrari. You're driving that car. <laughs> exactly. So what, um, what would you say to um, a 25-year-old self about this experience and this journey. If there was someone just starting out at 25 years old, you think you know everything. Yeah. But what would be a, a conversation that you might have with yourself at the time? Wow. Well, when I think back to what, what I was feeling at 25, I had not, I was a school teacher, regular high school teacher. I had not a clue about what I would be doing for the rest of my life. I would not, I didn't have a clue. Um, I did though have a sort of, I suppose, a feeling of um, a heightened feeling of my spirit. I did have that, I think. So I would probably say to my 25-year-old self um, to be aware that, that life has much more to offer you than you can even imagine, right? And also when some things seem to go wrong, they're actually going right. They're actually taking you away of where you shouldn't be to where you should be. And that, um, but you can't always see that, right? And to be open, to be open to receiving good, to be open to receiving um, what life has to offer. 
and um, yeah, and to to follow your 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 those inner promptings of your intuition, those um, those messages that you get about oh where you should be, where you shouldn't be, where you know who seems right for you, who doesn't, what situation seems right, what doesn't. Um, to to follow those sort of inner promptings that come up as being sort of real and and being sort of valuable and true for you. That's exactly. Probably so you have to really set the gauge in your internal compass. You That's have right. to understand when you set your intentions. That's the yeah. first thing that you do in meditation is to set an intention. That's right. You know, yeah. Is it just to sit here and receive a message? Are you asking for guidance? Are you asking for healing? Are you asking for wisdom? Are you just, you know, asking for peace, love, harmony? And not just for yourself. Don't be selfish. Yeah. The message is going to come to you for you, but it is a purpose for you to use it. That's like, you know, when I meditate and I get messages about this podcast, and people like Patricia that I'm going to meet and talk to, I ask for, bring me the best, the brightest, um, the most engaging, the most loving. I ask for people with a good intention, impactors, influencers, people that are going to make a difference in the world. I don't want people that's just going to sit here like lunch meat. <laughs> Big old pieces of baloney that are not going to at least attempt to make a difference. And there's 8 billion people on the planet. If you make an impact on one, two, five, ten, you've done your work. You have done your work. And don't be afraid of the unknown. So um, let's ask you, if you were an appliance in the kitchen of all places, what appliance <laughs> would you be and why? I think I would be a blender. I know a lot of people that want to be a blender. Why would you want to mix it up? Because I love sort of mixing and blending all the um, all the goodness of food, of of energy, of um, yeah, of using my intuition about what to put in the blender, um, wow. of creation, of uh, creating the, something. I'd that be is... the spice grinder. You'll be the spice grinder. I'll be the spice grinder. Exactly. Because I like to, you know, spice it up. Be yeah. a, little, a little cayenne, some basil, some cilantro. Yeah, I love to spice yeah. it up. That's good. If you were a flower out of all the beautiful flowers you grow in your garden, what flower would you be? Yeah, I would have to say I would be the queen of the roses, the damask rose, the rose of Damascena from Damascus the energy of the heart chakra that's what I would be mm. and the smell is absolutely divine and just smelling it just opens up your heart it just heals the heart it just um enlivens your whole being so yeah I would have to be this beautiful little it's a wild rose it doesn't look quite like many other roses but it's um it's incredibly powerful yeah, my neighbor has aroma they come in white oh. too. I think my neighbor has a, a bunch of them in the front it's yard. It's hard to get. It's hard to get and it's hard to grow. And I've given many cuttings to some people 
that it won't go for. It won't go for you if it doesn't want to. It's wow. it has a mind of its own. It's the Queen of the Roses, the okay. Rose of Damascena. Um, Rose of Damascena. We want to remember that. And in closing, yeah. if you have three magical wishes for anything, you know, it doesn't have to be spiritual, metaphysical. It could be organic chocolate. <laughs> what would what would those three wishes be? Wow, three wishes. Yes, um, yes. We have to be careful what we wish for because it can yeah, come true. true, and then yes. and then when it comes true, we might not have wanted it. So, I would say the wishes that I have would be the the one word that comes up for me quite a lot is that wish of um, peace, of feeling peace within my own being, of feeling peace with people around me, of um, yeah, that's a, that's that's a big wish that I have. Another wish that I have too, I, I suppose, is being able to wake up each morning and feeling enlivened, feeling like um, you know I want to face the day. I, you know, that the day has something incredible for me. Um, that's a, a wish, and it does often come true. Sometimes it doesn't, but sometimes it does. And uh, probably the third wish I have is to have a feeling of living in abundance, having that that abundant feeling, that 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 feeling that that I am creating abundance around me all the time, um, through my very being, and and having that that sort of you know inner feeling of abundance, and that's not really um, connected to any one thing that I have or haven't got. Um, but it just comes from within me exactly. and um, and I feel that sometimes I don't feel it all the time but I do feel it sometimes and it's it's just um, yeah a wonderful feeling to feel that well connection. I feel it all the time and I think I feel it all the time because my biggest wish and and thing that I always ask before I even get into my meditation is recognizing gratitude and yeah. what I already have and what I am thankful for, good, bad, or indifferent, because there's a learning there. Um, but yeah. the anticipation and um, expectations, you know, you have to be clear with those. Because my mother used to say, just like you said, could you imagine if you got everything you wished for, you'd be a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you have to be careful. Um facilitated if things don't come your way know that that's a blessing too yeah i've had to learn that yeah. you know because you're dodging a bullet that was not meant for you jealousy right. i've envy. dodged many bullets <laughs> exactly jealousy and envy and gossip and insecurity are also very dangerous mm. because what is for you patricia is not for april that's what right. is for April is not for Mary. What is for Mary is not for Kim. Mm -hmm. Each That's one right. of us have our own destination, our own uh, Akashic record, our That's own right. code, our own DNA mm -hmm. that can be facilitated, worked with, designed. Uh, I wouldn't say manipulated because you want to be careful what you try to manipulate and try yes. to control. Yes. What the divine yes. has set for you you know, it's like people that, that want something that someone else has. It's not for okay. you. No. You know? It's actually very destructive. That. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I remember my mother telling me years ago how she was jealous of this little girl that was in her class. 
she had these beautiful ringlets. And one day, uh, one of the other girls cut one of her curls off, her ringlets off, and they laughed and this, that, and the other. And about two or three later, years later, the little girl died of tuberculosis. Mm. So be careful what you're jealous of and envious of. You don't know. Mm. You have mm. your own course of action. And to whom much is given, much is required. And so mm. I want to thank you, Patricia, for being here on the edge with me and my brains. Tell them how they can purchase a copy of the book or the yes. oracle cards. Or in addition yes. to that, you have a offering for a free meditation. How can they access that as well? Yes, I have posted those links to you. So if you can post those links up, yes, Absolutely. I do have a meditation to connect you with this golden light of healing. Um, my books are available on my website, patriciahunica.com, and I think you're putting up that link for me. And I have a wonderful program coming up early November online um, about... Um, creating your abundant golden life and this is a sort of a culmination of all that I have um, taught about and experienced and, and, and shared with my clients for the last 20 years. I'll be bringing that together in an uh, online program and uh, yes there is some information too on my website about that. So yeah I just continue to do whatever I'm inspired to do to share this with others. So tell them the actual web address for the website. Yes, it's www.patriciahunica, P-A-T-R-O-C-I-A-H-U-E-N-E-K-E.com, patriciahunica.com. And okay. I'm and having we, that website upgraded at the moment. Yeah. That's fine. We will put all the information in the show notes, and this interview is not going anywhere but to the golden light. It will resonate there forever. Um, Brains, I need you to go in and love, like, share, and subscribe. Love, like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment if there's any questions that you have, concerns, fears, <clears throat> even opposition, as long as it's constructive and respectful, because that is how we learn. That's how we define our message so that it's clear that it has a purpose, and that it helps you. Because your brain's the smartest people on the planet. Thank you so much, <laughs> Patricia, for being here with us on the edge. Uh, I adore you and the work that you do. And may that light always radiate. Thank you. Thank you. I love being here with you today too, April. All right. And to everyone. Lots of gold and light healing blessings to us all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And go get you some herbs. <laughs> Grow <laughs> them in your garden. Grow them in your garden. You know what? Let me ask you. Wait a minute. Hold on one second. Trisha, let me ask you a question about growing herbs. Because, you know, I'm growing the traditional thyme and basil and uh, mint, those types of things. What are, What's a good fertilizer? What is a good organic fertilizer? Someone tell me banana, banana water because it has a lot of potassium in them or coffee grinds because it has a lot of nitrogen. What are some of the natural things that I can put to make my garden grow? Well, the best thing is to have compost. Right beside my herbal garden is the, is the, is the altar of my herbal garden, which is our compost heap. Really? Compost, yes. Compost with all the lovely little worms and 
all the lovely little bacteria and and of course sea um seaweed seaweed is a wonderful fertilizer really? seaweed okay every time we go to the coast we bring back seaweed yeah to put in our compost heap so all... compost compost all your organic wastes all your uh vegetable peelings all that stuff you know not meat just vegetable stuff mm -hmm. compost it chicken and you know manure. what that's like cow manure cow manure is fantastic oh my god but the smell is horrific <laughs> not not dried cow manure dried cow manure doesn't smell at all oh really okay mm -hmm. i've never had to try dry it i remember putting manure yeah. on grass and oh my god it would really grow but the smell would drive me crazy no, see i'm it's, a city it's... girl i don't know a lot about you know farming yeah. and, and uh i'm growing some what am i growing out there i was growing some tomatoes and some strawberries and uh collard greens i love fresh collard greens those type yeah. of things but actually to go into the herb and herbal medicines let me ask you one thing that's very popular right now uh Turmeric. Me and my yes. husband are on, on turmeric now. Yeah. We're taking the supplement. Turmeric is, is. But I want to actually start using it because I hear that it's a wonderful anti inflammatory. Yes, it is. Uh, it is sometimes in Ayurvedic medicine called the, the mother of herbs, the mother. So it has a lot of nurturing, mothering energy around it, mm. but it is very anti inflammatory. Um, it's the ginger family, so it will help to settle like ginger does. It helps to settle your digestive system. It helps to um, settle, you, you know, the inner fire element. That's why it's anti-inflammatory because it sort of calms fire. But also if your fire is burning a bit low, it will bring it up. So it balances um, the fire energy within you. It's very soothing to the digestive system. And um, yeah, it basically does soothe inflammation in your body. Yeah, and they so, say that it helps you sleep too. Yeah, it can be. You can, you can. A lot of people do a turmeric um, and and milky sort of uh, chai, they call it, um, to to uh, a milk. And if you're not allergic to milk, of course, can can really calm your um, your nervous system and help you sleep. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, generally what I do with herbs is I don't sort of say that this is good for this or that or whatever. I feel that, that, that herbs um, come to you when you need them, right? They're, they're, they're like living entities and they'll come to you when you need them hmm. and your awareness will come to, you know, the awareness of them will come to you as well. They speak to me. They, they tell me where to, to go and what to do. And, um, they also have a particular energy that you might need at the time to move you on. So that's why I suggest people, you know, use my oracle cards with the with the herbs um, each day. You know, pull a card like we did today. We pulled the mugwort card. I have mugwort growing in my garden. I've been very uh, aware of mugwort at the moment. Uh, so uh, they they have this sort of spiritual aspect as well as sort of physical aspects of 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 you know, um, healing certain conditions, etc. And you need to know about those, of course, as well. Uh, but it's much more than just that, right? Yeah. So turmeric is a, is the mother of herbs. It will bring you into um, a, a nurturing energy for yourself more. It will help you to be able to digest, um, you know, nutrients from your food better. 
it will, um, you know, it, it has a lot of really positive qualities and that's why people are really into it at the moment, of course, too, because that's what we all need at the moment. Exactly. We need healing. Thank you for that. Yeah. Hmm. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.